us have heard it said, hindsight is twenty twenty. Imagine if you knew how some of those big life decisions, or even the small ones, could have an impact on your life before they occurred. Join us for our latest episode of If I Knew Then from the Connected One group of publications. And now, let's start the show. I'm your boy Dave Ford, the Connected One, and in today's episode of If I Knew Then, we are joined by Dean Harrison, Director of Public Relations Communication Sponsorships at Subway Canada. Dean, what is going on, man? Hey, how's it going? Life is good, baby. Life is good. Good. Great. So before we jump into things too far, introduce yourself, Dean. I'm uh, Dean Harrison. I'm Director of Public Relations, uh, Social Media, Internal Communications, and Sponsorship at Subway Canada. So what would you say is your super skill? What's that thing that you're best known for? Um, I think probably storytelling. I think I can craft a nice narrative and kind of create something that helps solve problems from a business perspective, yet is appealing to consumers or whomever the end audience is. All right. There you go. We'll and true. <laughs> there you go. This, this, this is going to be your test now live exactly. Exactly. On, the, on the grand stage. Um, <laughs> how did you, how did you get to, uh, to Subway Canada? Tell us a little about your career journey thus far. Sure. Well, I grew up in the prairies. So in Manitoba. Um, after that, I moved to San Diego to escape the cold and to thaw. Uh, and my <laughs> first job was in San Diego working in marketing um, and then came back to Canada. And it was between wine and produce. I remember being very young, making that decision. So obviously I chose wine. Um, wow. I worked in various different roles within wine marketing. So I worked in consumer trade market, consumer marketing, trade marketing, and public relations. And I always went back to PR. It was something that I always loved and just something that I really treasured. Um, and then I moved around from various agencies, still working in food, working in wine, even fitness for a second. Uh, and then I landed in-house again at one of my old clients where I was head of marketing for Brewery Restaurants Canada for a couple of years, helped take them through the, the pandemic. Um, and then I landed at Subway. So I've been here for uh, almost a year now. Wow. All right. We'll have to yeah. celebrate with some wine very soon. Exactly. Or a foot long. There you go. <laughs> or both. Yeah, so or both. What, what problem would you say is that you solve at Subway Canada? Um, I would say that what we're trying to focus on right now is brand relevancy and brand love and bringing that back to the forefront of consumers' mindsets when selecting a QSR restaurant for lunch or for dinner or for a snack. So a big portion of what I do is brand relevancy. And so focusing on, you know, how do we make something cool again? How do we focus on lapsed guests, people getting them to come in more frequently or people who have maybe forgotten about us? Um, so we do that. I do that by focusing on corporate social responsibility initiatives like our proprietary program, Never Miss Lunch with Food Banks Canada. Um, we just signed a four-year deal with uh, the Raptors as well as the NBA. Uh, we're working with Scotty Barnes right now. So really trying to appeal to a younger demographic, looking at those Ipsos reports to see how we're tracking. Uh, and then also, not just from a consumer perspective, but trying to, to get the system engaged again from a franchisee to a sandwich artist uh, to a manager. How do we make Subway a fun place to work again? So looking sure. at internal incentives, you know, once in a lifetime opportunities. This summer, we had one of our sandwich artists fly out to be in an episode of the Amazing Works Canada. So looking for cool opportunities, again, to build that brand relevancy and that brand love 
internally as well as externally through social, through PR, through internal communications and via sponsorship. Wow, that is a uh, big task, but sounds like you're the guy to do it. <laughs> well, I have a great team to help, so very happy. So you've talked about, you mentioned COVID as you, you know, sort of uh, alluding to where you, where you, your role prior to here. Um, when you look at, you know, when you look back at it, you know, if you go back to March, 2020, what would you, if you knew that COVID was going to last for two years plus, what would you have done differently personally and professionally? Well, I think it was a little late on uh, the Peloton train, but I did get one. <laughs> Uh, we were locked down the longest city, I think globally, uh, Toronto. So I really did miss working out and exercise for that balance and that mental health kind of reprieve during a busy work day. So I would have definitely gone on that a little bit faster, um, from a professional perspective or from a marketing and PR perspective, I think I would have, um, got on the content train a little bit more. So content being king or queen, especially during the pandemic, a way to connect with consumers, a way to understand analytics in an even deeper or richer, more meaningful way, and a way to help with storytelling, I think, would, was very helpful and very valuable. But we did scramble a bit at the beginning, especially like from a fine dining restaurant perspective. How do you create that ecosystem of fine dining, everything from the aromatics to the food to the service, and take that into someone's home? And that's what we tried to do at the very early stages of, of the pandemic. But I wish I would have leaned into banked content, banked digital plans, uh, banked at home experiences and strategies behind it a little bit earlier um, as we kind of had that two-year break from the marketing power and help of platforms like Open Table. We've done it a little bit differently. Now you talk about power, but you know, one of the biggest assets that we have, especially being in North America, is connectivity, internet connectivity. Um, you know, looking at that, if you knew that our professional and personal lives was going to be so dominated with being digitally connected, is there anything that you would have done differently? Um, hmm. I think I would have invested in a ring light a little bit earlier, for sure. Okay. <laughs> From a frivolous perspective, Um but I do think that forming those uh, nurturing relationships is really helpful from a digital perspective with the internet and connectivity. We saw you know, various apps pop up as well during, during the pandemic to try to help promote networking and whatnot, but it was really challenging to create net new relationships in a digital world. So I think leaning into nurturing relationships that I had already built and established within my career for the past 15 years was something that I I enjoyed more so being able to, you know, understand. I think the the power of the pandemic is that it was something that we all related to. We were all going through it together. We could all understand the struggles. And I do think that there was something powerful there connecting via Zoom or via Teams and and chatting through kind of that shared challenge that we were all um, experiencing. So um, I probably would should have or would have leaned into those established relationships a little bit more rather than trying to build net new ones. So looking back at your career so far, you know, you've had a lot of you had you've had an opportunity to work both in Canada and the US. You've had a chance to work on um, you know, a number work with a lot of different interesting people over the last 15 years, as you as you kind of mentioned. What uh if 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 you knew what it takes to be to have a successful career. 
you know, going back to when you started or going back a few years ago, is there anything that you feel that you would have done differently to, you know, get you to this point or a different point today? Hmm. I think it's a really good, uh, really good question. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think it probably would have done much differently because I needed to do those things at that point in my career. Okay. I don't need to do them as much anymore, thankfully. So for instance, like right now, I probably don't need to go to every in every event that I'm invited to uh, <laughs> to help with my career and help with networking and, and media relations. Um, but I still do feel that intrinsic need, like from being 22 years old, that I needed to be there. I needed to meet people. So um, I think it's more about balancing what I thought I needed to do earlier in my career versus what I actually need to do now, which is probably put my head down, look at some analytics, look at insights, craft some strategies. Um, so I, I think that, you know, every point in my career served me and served what my objectives were. Um, I probably should have had some quieter nights at home, some more restful nights at home earlier. In hey, my that wine career. was calling you, man. What can you do? It right? was calling me. Yeah. Sparkling, red, white, whatever it was. Um, it was really, really fun. And I did learn a lot. Um, but I think probably creating a little bit more work-life balance would have been something that I probably should have implemented into my personal life a little bit more. All right. So again, on, on, on the, on the area of careers, mentorship, that, that has been a, a big um, asset for many people. I'm not sure if you've had mentors in your, in your past, but you know, if you have, you know, did you, Oh, so let's start there. Have you had mentors in your past? No, I think mentors come in a, a variety of shapes and, and different forms as well. So I wouldn't say I've had like a dedicated um, specific mentor throughout my career, but I've definitely looked at different people or different agency partners and used them for mentorship. When mentoring um, experiences or opportunities, I think one of my very first bosses, her name is Sylvie Levesque, was a great mentor for me just at being that balance between work life, um, being kind but strong, and having a really analytical mind and understanding the bigger picture. And that was something that was really aspirational for me, especially starting out as marketing coordinator or a PR coordinator. You're very much focused on just task after task, not maybe understanding the bigger picture. So that was something that I always really valued. People who could take the, the, the step back or the 20,000 foot view and understand why we're doing it from a macro perspective. And something I've always valued from everyone that we've worked with from our current IAT partners at Subway to being an agency and looking at clients as well. Something that I really valued. Nine to five. It has been long gone for years. Mm -hmm. You know, looking at, looking at your career, looking at your lifestyle now, you know, did you realize how important having that balance in a person's life is? I think so. I think I'm still learning that. I think it's an end goal and it's part of the journey. And I don't know if I'm there yet, to be very honest. Right. I think still maybe have some of that PTSD from the pandemic where everything was urgent. Everything was an emergency. Everything had to move as fast as possible. And I think that's still the way that I'm working right now. So <laughs> probably can, can think a little bit differently and tone that down a bit. Um, but I do think having that balance, whether it be hanging out with friends or cooking or exercising, in my case, is something that I really value is having that time to mentally check out and to, to reprioritize. However, you know, I think 
you know, working in social media as well. Community management is something that's always on. Media inquiries don't stop if it's the holidays or if it's the weekends. So it is a bit of a challenge to balance those urgent requests, whether from stakeholders or guests or from media with that balance. And, and that's something that is still difficult to do, but with great agency partners and great internal help, I think we'll get there, but it's still, it's still a work in progress on my plate. That's for sure. All right. So again, as we look at social media, it's really changed over the last four years. It is, I'm just going to say, wow, the, the amount of change that has had on people, but I'm, I'm noticing more of a trend lately where people are turning it off. You know, it's part of your job. Do you turn it off on the weekends or are you still tapped in checking your phone 24 seven? I never turn it off. I am one of those people who always have my phone in hand. I am intrinsically curious to the point of just um, Snoopy. And uh, I like to know everything, what's going on with everybody, including my friends and my family. So I am always on there looking. It might not be for professional reasons, but I'm checking out what's going on in the city, who's at what event, what their beat might be, who's talking, who's commenting, which influencers are commenting on each other's posts and the community that that might, you know, have created. So I'm, I can't, I can't separate myself from my phone, but that's more of a me thing. All right. Well, Hey, whatever you're doing, it's obviously working because over uh, again, I've been watching you for this last year. Hey, you watch other than the social I'm watching your career over LinkedIn and you've been doing some great, amazing stuff. So congratulations to you, Dean. Thank you so much. It's been a wild, but a great year so far and a great opportunity to be with Subway and some amazing agency partners and internal stakeholders. So congratulations on the last 10 months at Subway Canada. I've been watching you. Unlike you, I'm not big on the social media 24-7, but I've been watching your career. I've been hearing a lot of good things about you from your team members. So congratulations on all of that. You and I are going to have to sit down when it becomes 12 months over some wine and a foot long or two. I got a big appetite. (laughs) And uh, I look forward to that. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. So there you go, boys and girls, the one and the only Dean Harrison, Director of Public Relations, Social and Sponsorships at Subway Canada. And we are out.